A very special Weezer Bracket is brought to you by Anime. No, it's not. You're right. Let's start the show. A very special week on the Weezer Bracket because Andrew and I are here to tell you one thing. Don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, kids. Lay off the drugs. Yeah. Uh, no, it's ve- it's uh, very special for another reason. We're not going ABC sitcom special. We're not going to tell you about this isn't leukemia. A bad, or, this isn't a bad episode of Growing Pains. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to teach you about how it's wrong to steal a car stereo. Tom or, Hanks doesn't die as Alex B. Keaton's like, uncle. Wait, did that happen? I think so. I think he was like, no, he didn't die. He was an alcoholic. And there was a special episode of uh, uh, Family Ties where like, like Alex had to deal with uh, Tom Hanks as his uncle's like alcoholism. How do you know this? <laughs> There's a lot of shit like this. <laughs> no, it is very special because we have the one and only Marco Siega, the music video director who directed Hashpipe. He did the first version of Island in the Sun. He did Dope Nose. He did... Keep fishing, and then he did Beverly Hills. He's worked with Weezer more than any other music video director. He has. He has uh, moved on from music videos. Is uh, successfully producing and directing TV, uh, doing wonderful things. And we had an amazing chat with him. Yeah, we. I mean, the fact that he even said yes to us. Well, like, look, that was a victory for us. Okay, <laughs> we don't have many victories on this show. That was a victory. The fact that he picked up his phone when we called him. The fact that <laughs> that it. He talked to us for a very long time. The fact that he didn't curse us out for this whole concept. Marcos was really great. Was, we we think you're really going to like this. Anyhow, let's no delay. Let's uh, let's get to it. All right. On the line now is famed Weezer music video director, Marco Siega. Marcos, how you doing? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Uh, we are great. We are great. great. So Marcos directed five music videos for Weezer, the most of anybody. Uh, and you really... Is that true? Yes. yes. No one else has done that many, no. Hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have a new guy they're working with called Scantron, but he's only done four. All right, and I'm, I'll take him out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's the, he did Hashpipe. He did the first Island in the Sun. He did Keep Fishing. He did Dope Nose. And he did Beverly Hills. That's right. All right. How are these songs doing in, in your bracket? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them have made it forward. Uh, Obviously not because of the music videos, at least just because of the songwriting. Um, you don't need to qualify it, man. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, we wanted to ask you about this. So we're down to the Sweet 16. Our first matchup is Hashpipe versus Beverly Hills. Uh, if you had a preference, song only, uh, which would you rather goes on? So which, what is the worst of the two? Yeah. Yeah. Beverly Hills. Uh, yeah, we, I think we agree with that. 
Uh, I mean, is there any? Is anybody going to disagree with that? No, no, no I don't think not. so at all. <laughs> no, no one will ever disagree with that. So we wanted to uh, just kind of talk about it from the start and move forward with your uh, career with the guys. Uh, how did you first get involved? Was Weezer like a target band for you? Were they someone you were hoping to work for, or were they just like a treatment you sent off? Like, you know, you send off like five treatments a week for bands at the time, or? No, this was uh, this was a little for me. It was a little bit of uh, of the holy grail because I I love the band and I as, uh, when I when I became a music video director, you know, there are directors that you sort of look up to, and Spike was definitely one of them. Oh, definitely, and you know his his Weezer videos were at even at this point when I got involved were sort of what everyone kind of held up as uh, the standard for music videos, right? Right. So I loved the band, and uh, as soon as I knew they had a record coming out, I spoke to the people, you know, who were around me. I was like, i got to try to get in there and at least write a treatment. And that's what happened. I, I had done some videos for Geffen and Jordan Scher, who was a president at the time. I think he just, uh, you know, he was like, send him the track. Let's see what he thinks. And so you you got an early version of Hashpipe then, or no? I, I think I I got it right before it went to radio because I think the okay. the video didn't premiere um, until right before the record came out. Okay, and so you hear that song, and immediately immediately you think sumo wrestlers. Close. <laughs> yeah. I, I I heard you know because I was anticipating like oh I get the I get the fucking hear the new Weezer song right and being a fan it was kind of i geeked out on that for a second yeah and so my first reaction was i kind of cocked my head i don't know why i was expecting something a little bit more uh, a little less rock less heavy well hashtag was a weird song for them at that point they had never written anything quite like that definitely yeah right so that so i had this you know it kind of it gave me pause for a second and then literally as soon as I clicked my brain into, okay, what should I come up with? And I heard those, I played the song and I heard the, the first few chords and I, I, it sounded, literally sounded heavy. And I had just seen a, uh, I, I used to buy a lot of books for like inspiration. I seen this Japanese photographer had a bunch of sumo wrestling pictures in it. And that was it. I'm staring at this book. I'm hearing the song. And I was like, oh, that sounds like it could work. Oh, cool. But, it, at the end of the day, if you really think about it, it's you know it's kind of a stupid idea. There's nothing really happens. It's just a, a visual. But what they really wanted at Geffen was showcase the band. You know, something to get people talking and showcase the band. I mean, it certainly I grabs. I didn't eyes. have any interaction with the band. Before oh, really? That. I was, that's what I was going to ask. Was there any like creative input from any of the members of the band about that video? No, I wrote a treatment that might have been you know a paragraph. Oh wow! Super simple. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think you could sit and write a detailed treatment now, even watching it. Right? <laughs> what are you, you going to write? It's so it was just an idea. It was more of a feeling, like a, I think this could work, and uh, that was kind of it. Well, that's fascinating because then you had an ongoing relationship with them. Did you? Did you? Were you able to like? Um, you, you obviously got along with the band after that. Right, correct. I did. I, I did. You know, Rivers grew up in Connecticut. We're only a, a couple of months apart in age. Uh, he is a soccer fan. I, I'm a soccer fan. Uh, 
and you know so you you get to work with someone and we had a good time shooting the thing and it was successful yeah right and and also you then have uh because we clicked and got along i and i i was not single bid on the next video on, on island in the sun it was you know they asked for treatments but i definitely had an in yeah well you did Even, the, yeah you did the first version and I, I did the first version, yeah. And we were wondering about that because, you know, you have Hashpipe and you have that version and they're both uh, kind of incongruent imagery. And so you had this photo book for Hashpipe. Were you, was there another method to the madness, uh, so to speak, for Island in the Sun to where you have this kind of Hispanic-themed wedding or was it just another yeah, with, photo uh, book? Or? Uh, honestly, it was. Th- I got the song... And Hashpipe, you know, was on MTV and doing well. And I, I was like, I, it's that sophomore thing, right? Where you, you just don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I was, re- I was really struggling with an idea. I was like, oh, I, I, you know, the, it's so, it is so far away from what Hashpipe was. Yeah. I kind of wasn't, I kind of wasn't sure what it needed to be, but I kept going to the idea that. Weezer videos in general, and going back to the reason you know that I first sort of started liking the band and Spike's videos, there was always something you could talk about. There was something memorable, some something about it. And I wasn't so much in like uh, prepared or didn't have an idea that was clever. You know, where you look at it and go, "Oh, that's fucking cool!" Like, check out what they did. Right. It was more. I heard the song. I couldn't quite get the tone of what the video wanted to be. And I was in Los Feliz on a Saturday and saw a dude with a bunch of dollar bills pinned to his jacket. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck's that about? Yeah. And, and somebody said, oh, that's what they do at Mexican weddings. And I was at the, literally at the time trying to come up with an idea. So I just kind of started doing a little research on Mexican weddings. I, I thought it was fascinating. I, I was like, well, what do they do? Pinning money to this dude? Is it a game? Like, you know, pin the tail on a donkey. <laughs> right. And... Uh, and as I was just doing that research, uh, that imagery and the song just kind of popped in my head, and I thought it could work. It's funny. I do remember, you know, uh, I literally think wrote one or two sentences. I was like, Weezer plays at a Mexican wedding. It's kind and, of another uh, video where they show, you showcase the band again, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, I, and, and they loved the idea, and that, and that was it. You know, it wasn't... I wish it was a more interesting story to getting to it. But, <laughs> yeah. but I do know that they had read a lot of treatments. Um, and uh, there were conversations even when I didn't have, before I submitted that idea, that um, Geffen was kind of pitching me thoughts. I'm like, what if you went in this direction? Or what if you went in that direction? So I think they were also kind of looking for what the right thing was. Interesting. Uh, yeah, because it doesn't fit the lyrics at all. But like, I think the vibe on that really feels kind of right it, it, I, I agree yeah yeah and that well that was the same it, look it was my intention was the same with Hashpipe, right I, I feel like it felt right for the song and same with these visuals well, completely different but same idea well with Hashpipe, it would be really hard to do like a literal interpretation of the lyrics um yeah, yeah. although i've never done that i've never done a video that was a literal interpretation of the lyrics That's you've of- never done that and you know a lot of the videos you've done outside of weezer you kind of have this kind of mob concert visual going like you you know you had it with pod you had it with system of doubt you had it with papa roach did you ever think of trying to apply that for weezer uh you know even though not being as hard of as those other bands 
I did, and I think the closest thing to it is Dope Nose. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, well, Dope Nose as far as, and then Beverly Hills. I mean, they're, you know. But it's not like, you know, them on a stage and like people trying to grab them in Beverly Hills, <laughs> you know? Right, right. But I think all, all of that started with uh, the Papa Roach video I did for Last Resort was such a big hit for the band. And I don't mean just the video. The song was a big hit, and the video got so much airplay. I started getting a lot of calls requesting that, you know, which oh, I always found kind of funny because I'm like, I, I guess I'm the guy who can do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no one else has ever thought about putting the fans around the band you know, and then I look back, and I'm like, there's a million videos like that. Just at the at the time, they all started coming to me for that. But in your defense, you also have uh, your kind of defense, like your kind of zooms and your morphs that you add to it. It's not just a simple concert video. Sure, sure. And I threw some of those in Hashpipe even. when they're Oh, yeah. There. There's, yeah. yeah. The zooms are very visually yeah. intriguing. And so, you know, let me just kind of have my little... Apology moment. I kind of said that the Hashpipe video kind of in, embodied all those early 2000s music video tropes. Uh, when, yeah. when researching, I looked it up and you directed all those videos that, <laughs> that I was referencing. And so I was like, oh, no, this is just the Marco Siega visual motif, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, and that came out of, I, I was directing commercials and I had done a, uh, a commercial where we did that little zoom effect. You just kind of pop from something in the background and bring it forward. And it's literally the easiest thing in the world to do. And when, when I did, I think I, I think the first time I did it was with the Papa Roach video and it was simply just a way to keep things moving as opposed to a hard cut. And next thing you know, you people like it and you start doing it and it does become a little bit of a thing that went into the videos I did. Um, let me ask a question about the Keep Fishing music video. Did you pitch the Muppets, or was that an idea that was already in the air? I, I pitched the Muppets, and, and funny enough, I had pitched it to another band first that passed on it. Uh, I, I don't think you I can say. Up, don't worry. No, I, I can say. I, oh. I, I was... Um, I, I, I had... I forget the timeline, but it was for, it was for Ozzy. And oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I got a, it was a, it was a ballad he put out. I, I'm sure if you look up the year and uh, whatever Ozzy record came out that year, the first single, they sent me the, the song and I was like, oh, it'd be funny if Ozzy was on the Muppet show. But before I could write that as a treatment, I had to get permission from the Muppets, yeah, right? Gonna, yeah. So, so that's what I did. I went to the Muppet show and they were like, that'd be great. We love Ozzy. You know, it'd be fun to do the Muppet show. And then they sort of started telling me, we used to have bands like this on all the time on the Muppet show. So I got permission, and then um, I, you know it's probably Sharon who said no, no. You know, just they they weren't into the uh, I, I don't know whatever whatever their reason was, and then the, then I got the track for Keep Fishing, and I'm sitting on this you know thing with the Muppets, and that's literally I was like oh how about they plan the Muppet Show? Oh, Weezer and the Muppets makes so much sense. so much sense just, it yeah. does it yeah. does and I think it was kind of meant to be that Ozzy passed on it. Well, yeah, it's Ozzy's loss for sure. The Muppets, to me, they seem like a heavily locked down property. Like you're you're not going to have the Muppets do something out of character or out of the kind of range they've set for them. Did you have any? No, they were excited with with the Ozzy thing. They were uh, they liked the idea because it, also remember at the time uh, there was no Muppet show on the air, 
and they're right. just always looking to keep that brand alive. So they wanted, they were like, this is perfect. It goes on MTV, people talk about it, and it is Ozzy. But they had a lot of, you got to be, you know, uh, like what will the what will be happening in the video? They were more careful. When it was Weezer, when it turned into Weezer, the, it was just kind of just have fun with it. It felt a little safe. Wow. In some ways. Okay. Yeah. That's spectacular. Did you ever expect that the visual of Weezer and the Muppets would become so big? Because that sold T-shirt after T-shirt. That became so much of the identity for that album, for that era of Weezer. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, I never thought it, I didn't think it would, but that's what you always hope happens, right? And And being a music video director, that's sort of literally every time you shoot a music video, at least for me, I'm like, you know, I hope this, this imagery becomes synonymous with this track. And I hope that, because these things live forever, right? They absolutely do. And and I used to tell, I used to tell bands whenever a band would show up and I could name a few who just didn't seem to give a fuck about their videos. My, my line to them was always the same. I'm like, guys, next week I'm going to go make another music video. This music video is going to be tied to your song forever. (laughs) So, (laughs) so give, so give a shit, you know? Yeah. You should give a shit. I mean, I mean, I guess a lot of them hadn't anticipated the growth of YouTube <laughs> in the early 2000s. But there was always MTV, yeah. and those music videos always survived. I mean, but even at that time, MTV was not playing like early, earlier pop music. They weren't playing like 1995 records for the most part. No. Um, that was the thing with the, that's interesting about Keep Fishing. You started, uh, you made Pat the protagonist. Was that, uh, Did you kind of know that Pat would be, probably be the most like charismatic to uh, perform that sort of a role yeah just just in my interactions with the band um it would have pat was just kind of the obvious choice he was always willing to you know take the piss and kind of do anything and that was an interesting time it was uh a time when rivers would only wear a suit really (laughs) and and i didn't want him to wear i didn't want him to wear a suit was he doing this day-to-day or only for like public appearances no, he was rocking a suit in his real life every day. Oh wow! It's funny because you had just done. He the, went, yeah, you had just done the dope nose video, which has kind of disheveled beard rivers actually in it. Yeah, yeah, and then next thing you know, he's all polished up and he's wearing, you know, wearing a suit. He showed up to set, you know, in a suit, and I was like, "Okay, you sure?" Everyone else is Weezer. <laughs> Everyone else has a T-shirt on. Yeah, yeah, and I just need, uh, you know, but look, it's it's what he felt at the time so um, and no one's ever asked like why is he wearing a suit that's kind of our thing with that's why that's a big part of this podcast is we're so always like interested in like river's mindset during these albums and we that's kind of like, i think why we're so intrigued by him because yeah i mean look at you're i wish you'd get some insight from me but he uh i'm i'm a huge fan i think he's incredibly talented we do too all all my interactions with him uh, I walked away kind of like, just more curious. It's <laughs> kind of perfect, though. It's kind of how we are. We we research it, and then we're like, huh. You don't want to walk away feeling like you know exactly who they are. You're, it's it's more interesting if you feel like, oh, I even have even more questions now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally get that. But, you know, when you're, you we have a working relationship with someone, I, I do remember thinking, oh, I wish, you know, I'd get some more feedback from Rivers. But he just always seems so like gun ho and you know ready to do what they're doing. Even when I got the call from Jordan that they were going to redo Island in the Sun, and 
my last conversation with Rivers about the video was how much he, and he's not a dude who, you know, danced around anything. He just kind of would say what he, what he thought, yeah. how much he loved the video. So I was like, so what's up? And he's like, well, can you come up with it with something that doesn't have, uh, you know, that's just three of the guys. And I was doing another video that time and couldn't. So they, they had their own reasons, but like, I wish I, when I never kind of understood, um, you know, River's way of thinking. If that makes any sense. I mean, oh, I, I think it makes a hundred percent sense. I mean, that kind of doesn't bode well for us. I don't think we're ever going to understand. It <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were we were wondering about that. Like, uh, was that a rough? Was that difficult for you having them put out this other video because they? No, do, it, it would have been it, it would have been difficult for me had it been uh, the, the band hates the video. You know, we're going to go somewhere else. There's also it's Spike but, Jones, who you probably admired. So you're like, oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but no, it, it, yes, of course, there was always that. I was, a, a, I'm a fan, and but I, I didn't. I like they, they, everyone has their reasons for doing these things. I just know that you know it wasn't. Uh, hey, we hate the video. We're going to redo it. So something was clearly happening internally with the band, in my opinion, and that's what they did. And obviously they worked with you three times afterwards, so they love your work still, even. Yeah, yeah I didn't. And they didn't. I, I mean, I was, I was absolutely sure that after Dope Knows it wouldn't work with me, but they still did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you tell us what happened on Dope Knows? Well, or? No, nothing, in nothing in particular. It's just, it was literally one of those things where there was... Uh, all those other videos, there was no great idea behind them, but it kind of, to me, all fit and worked. Right. And I was, and I, I actually, I like Dope Nose, and there was something about the the hook of that song that just kind of I, I, that got me. It wasn't very Weezer, yeah. But I just, but I liked the song, and the, the there was no idea. Like I couldn't come up with anything. And again, it's just one of those things where you're like looking at a book and. Um, it's going to be sound absolutely crazy, but Japanese photographer, same same guy taking sumo book pictures, was photographing Japanese motorcycle gangs, and that was that was kind of what the treatment was. Okay, I, I was wondering if you were inspired by the original Godspeed You Black Emperor uh, documentary film. Uh, it's about Japanese no. biker gangs. It's like in the, from the fifties. I was I was wondering if that. I mean. I, I, it wasn't, but but it, it it would have been had I come across it before the video. You know what I mean? yeah. Like my inspiration was a book, like yeah. someone else's work. Um, had I seen I, I I'd seen it after, but um, no, it wasn't d directly inspired by that. Right. Just that genre. Were you surprised by uh, Rivers's beard? As I think the Rivers fan base uh, was. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'd seen him before we shot the video. And he was growing the beard, and but I was sure that when he showed up on set, you know, we would have um, cut it off, and you know that was uh, that, that was the look he was going for so, before he went into into his suit. <laughs> so speaking about Genesis, when you heard Beverly Hills and you were doing your treatment, was it pretty obvious? Like, oh, uh, let's just put them at the uh, Playboy Mansion. No, when I first heard the track, I was like, oh, there was some. I didn't really love the song. Yeah, same. And I yeah, wanted. Yeah. And I wanted to love the song. Same. You know, like you're, you're just always rooting for it to be the best Weezer song you're going to get to do the video for, and or any song. But you know, I'm a fan of the bands, and then I was like, I really struggled with what the song was. I just didn't get it. 
Yes. And um, again, I, I don't know. I was probably really, I got really baked. And <laughs> let's do the Playboy Mansion. To me, the hook of the video, yes, that we were at the Playboy Mansion, and that's kind of the on the nose. But then uh, we we did a radio call to their fans saying, uh, you know, if you want to be in, in the Weezer video, you have to show up at the Macy's parking lot in Beverly Hills. And we then had a bunch of cars waiting. And I started rolling camera at the mansion, and literally we drove the car. So the fans didn't know where they were going. Oh, wow. And we drove, and, and that's in the video. You see them arriving. And then we just literally brought them all in there, told them what was happening. The band came out, met everybody, and we spent the day at the Playboy Mansion. It was, it was kind of fun. I mean, there's worse ways to spend a day, let's be honest. <laughs> there's some... Absolutely. There's... I spent my morning while we were setting up playing backgammon with Hugh Hefner. <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> oh my God, God, that's amazing. I think there's some really yeah. amazing shots of Rivers, like, just kind of in that video. Like, just r- random, like, shots of Rivers that I really love. Like, I yeah. don't know. Well, the two, the two times I think he had the most fun, uh, Muppet and the Beverly Hills video. But he... Uh, the Muppet video that we keep fishing has a lot of that as well. Just we, I, I, I tried to cut to him every time he was smiling, and whenever Kermit did anything, Rivers lit up. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, and I think just walking around the the mansion, the Playboy Mansion, was the same thing. It wasn't about playmates; it was more about the um, like we went into you know Hugh's game room, right? And yeah. in that, in and then in, in the hallway across from the game room, there's a room where the room was all made, the floor was a giant mattress. Oh, you know, my so God. Just, we just kind of filmed documentary style walking through there, cutaways, and there's probably a lot, of, a lot more great footage out there of Rivers just kind of smiling and enjoying that. It was fun. That's awesome. And I, I love when they uh, interact with the monkey in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's Feeding awesome. the grapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also another video where uh, Pat kind of has the gets the uh, brunt of it because he has the intro. He does the whole intro. Yeah, he's that's right. Yeah, that's right. He he calls he uh, he calls Hugh and invites himself to the mansion. No, Hugh actually calls him and invites him. And like, oh, he, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell the man how his video goes. <laughs> Sorry, not the correction. <laughs> no, he's, he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. And I and I know I wrote that little <laughs> opening so. So, thank you so much for doing this. We wanted to ask you a few about your uh, other non-Weezer works, if that's cool. Sure. All right. Um, so you, so you got to develop the band's po- you know, green and onward identity, where you know Weezer was gone for a while. They come back, and with Hashpipe and Island in the Sun video, you developed a real identity for them, visually, especially. You also developed an identity with Blink-182. Uh, do you ever regret not getting Weezer naked and doing things? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure. I was like, uh, and I'm sure Pat would agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just tell us a little bit about the differences in working with uh, Blink-182 as compared to Weezer? Because I think, you know... Uh, the Blink One Eighty Two videos, pop culturally, were just as important. Those as are, us. I think, those are the two iconic Blink One Eighty Two videos, hands down. Um, what's my age again? And all, all the, the small, small things. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, that that's incredibly. When I hear things like that's incredibly flattering. I, I was in a uh, ice cream shop with the other day with my kid, and uh, all the small things were playing. It was playing, and 
the girl serving me ice cream was talking to the other girl behind the counter and she said, oh my God, I love this song. It's such a classic. And it is a classic, but you know, because I was there, it has, it, it's, it's a little too close, but when I hear things like that and I feel like, well, my video was, it's like you, like I said earlier, it's exactly what you, you hope you accomplish when you make a video for a band. I hope it has an impression just like the, the song does. Let me tell you, uh, when uh, What's My Age Again came out, I was like I was like 11 or 12 and I was in fifth grade and there was like this urban legend that like uh, MTV was airing a non like blurred out version at like <laughs> 3, 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> this is like a, this, is, this is like playground talk at the time. <laughs> well, I have, it, you know, I, I got to get Mark. Uh, I have a shitload of Polaroids of those guys running around really naked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me ask you uh, one question. You you probably talked to uh, Tom DeLonge a lot on that set, correct? On the set, yes. Did he ever share any like conspiracy theories about aliens with you at, at any time? No, but I knew uh, when I that when we did the first video, I definitely not. But by the time I did, um, oh my God, I can't believe I'm blanking on the song. It's um, uh, the Rock Show, maybe. Uh, yeah. Where, that's the one where they, and, and, isn't that the one where they just gave you a bunch of money and you guys just threw it around? No, well, I wrote that treatment, but I didn't direct that song, that video. Okay. Uh, the the Malloys directed that, so maybe it wasn't the Rock Show. Um, gee, I can't remember. First date? Oh, it's the one. It, there was the one with the little people in it. Oh, was it? For, no, it wasn't first date. Oh, oh, uh, oh it's it's a um, is it the one between? It's not on an album. It's on the like the best on the uh, Mark Tom and Travis show. Is it? Uh, Man overboard? Right. Man overboard? Man overboard. Man overboard. That's exactly right. <laughs> Dude, great. I was about to Google. <laughs> Listen, that was good. Good catch. Um, by the time I did Man Overboard, I, I'd gotten to you know talk to them quite a bit, and I didn't actually talk to Tom about it, but the you know I was hearing a lot about it, about him being that way. It's so fascinating. I mean, he got the government to admit. That UFOs exist and release footage. <laughs> like, like, I mean, essentially, in the grand scheme of things, Blink has become one of the most important bands of all time because of this. <laughs> well, yeah, so, and, and they, they continue. They're another band. You know, I, I don't know what happened to the guys. Maybe, you, maybe it's out there. I've never read about it or, or got caught up, but... Uh, between Mark and Tom, but you know they're still out there doing it, man. They sell a lot of records. Yeah, they just don't get along anymore. Even like when they made that last album, they weren't getting along. I don't think they actually ever recorded together, from what I've heard. Yeah, right. It's just so strange because when we first started working together, they were, they were brothers. That's what. Yeah, and you know that comes across in so well in all the videos they did, especially that. And it's like it's like you say what you will about these guys and their music. It's like these guys get along. These guys are. Best it always felt like your friends just like fucking around, basically. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. whole atmosphere. Well, look, it made my life easy. Mark and Tom would like literally would do anything I asked them to do, and Travis would be standing in the background going, "No, God, please, no." <laughs> <laughs> well, Travis had just God been brought on at that point too, because he was he wasn't he had, he wasn't the original drummer. Yeah, that's right. No, he wasn't, and and he had come off of uh, I think the Aquabats. <laughs> Wait, he was in the know, Aquabats. I, I think so. I think he was a drummer. Oh my wow. god! I had I, no I never, idea. I had no clue about that. Well, you should check before you air this. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I, I'm going to bet on myself and say he was. Okay. 
Oh my gosh. Do you have another? Yeah. So the the other one I wanted to talk to you was uh, Chop Suey uh, by System of a Down because Chop Suey comes out, and I'm thinking outside of like you know mainstream pop music, this is probably one of the biggest overnight sensations i've ever witnessed in my life you know there's one day you had no idea about system of a down the next day it is everywhere like you get that track early do you have any inclination about what's about to happen or do you think this is just another like metalcore band i i did i did because um i was hired by sony i had a phone call one day and they're like hey can you go to burning man (laughs) oh wow I was like, for what? You know, what do you want me to do? And they're like, we want you to, to go with this band. It's a new band. Um, they have a track right now on radio that's kind of blowing up. And I forget, it, it was on the album before um, Toxicity. Is that what it Toxicity was? Toxicity yeah. is the album. Toxicity, yeah. 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 And anyway, they had, it wasn't a hit, but it was bubbling to the surface, right? And said, so we're going to, we have a big push on their new album. And uh, can you go to Burning Man? And along the way, they played a couple of shows, and then we were going to spend a couple of days at Burning Man. And all I was just there with a 60-millimeter camera, just me, the camera, and some film, and the band, and filming them for this like EPK that they wanted to put out, that Sony wanted to release. That trip was the most insane week of my life. Oh, my God. Every, every show these guys played, every show these guys played, I've never seen. And I was in a, a hardcore band for eight years and been to a lot of shows. The the walls would shake and these fans would go insane and I was like, holy fuck! You could feel something was happening. Like literally, I was like, if 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 one of these songs, you know, can hit the radio and be and catch on, they just had that kind of energy to them. And uh, so I got to spend this week with them before, and then then they sent me the track. Oh, so you had live. So you, they were live on on that on that little on their way to Burning Man. They played a few shows, and and also just hanging out with the band on that trip. I I got a real sense for them. So then when uh, when the music came in, they had gone out to every music video director, and I think I think what got me the gig was that along the way. Uh, in that week, I had talked a lot to them, and they were so into their community, into like being from little Armenia in Hollywood, and um, there's a big Armenian community in Hollywood. And they were oh, yeah. rabid, oh. sy- rabid system of a down fans, and and I said, and there was this old motel in Hollywood, right in the heart of little Armenia, and I was like, we should just take over that motel, invite your fans like your your true fans from you know not not like johnny come lately it's just their right. fucking fans and put them all in black and just <laughs> do a super dark moody fucked and they were super into it at the end of the day i think darren um he didn't like the video the guitar player darren and and i, I mean he's him crazy saying, in it he's he's one of the biggest visual draws of it you know and he said to me uh, that that little effect I did when I turned one of them into the other. Yeah. You know, like, he goes, it looks like a bad Armenian TV show. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, all right, dude. Like, I disagree. I was like, this, the, the, the video to me had the, the energy that the music had, and it had sort of the big swings, right? Like, you go, yeah. it just gets really slow, really heavy. It's moody. And 
and I, I just wanted the visuals in the video to represent that. And I, I, it's one of my favorite videos. I dig it, it's, even though it's just a performance video. It is, it is but I, I think it really captures the band at the time, the energy of time, everything surrounding them at the time. It hits hard. It rides the song perfectly. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. And I, that, that video was such a big part of that song hitting, I believe. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, I saw I, I saw commercials on television for that album, which you know so rarely happens. That featured parts of your video, you know. You know, it's funny. It's funny that you say that. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, the videos you've been mentioning, so like um, Weezer, uh, Blink One Eighty Two, that System of a Down, those videos that I did that you feel are really parts of those songs. For every single one of those, the band sent me their platinum and gold records, you know, like when they came out with my name on them. Oh, really? Well, it's just that when I think about it, that uh, you only got those if the the band label felt that the video was a, or is a massive part of the, you know, that contribution to it going gold and platinum. Because I've done a lot of videos for um, gold and platinum records and songs on them that you don't get those. But also when I look at those videos, they don't seem as connected. Right. Or as yeah. important. Interesting. Interesting. So do you have a favorite of your videos? And yes, we will follow up with you picking a favorite Weezer video, but you know, of all of them, do you have something that really just stands out for you as like something you like really feel was something well, my special? My favorite video, my, my, my favorite video is actually a Weezer video. Oh, really? So I'll just tell you my, my non-Weezer favorite video <laughs> is Broken, Broken Home uh, by Papa Roach. Okay. Um, and that's just simply because uh, the, the story was very close to me and to uh, Kobe, the singer. And right. We kind, of, we kind of talked about what the song was about and how personal it was and then you know executing it in a way where uh, that he absolutely loved and I loved and... I, I just was really proud of that one. But my favorite video I've done is uh, Keep Fishing. Yeah, definitely. Oh. I mean, you got to work with the Muppets. Yeah. What more could you hope for yeah, in your I, career? Yeah, well, Muppets and Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to marry those two images, which makes so much sense. Yeah, like that one you really created. I mean, that and the Blink, you really just created such iconography for both these bands, like... Well, well, thanks, man. That, that means a lot. Weird uh, question with uh, when it comes to what's my age again? Was the cover was the album cover art already created before you had like put like Janine in the uh, music video, or was that something based on the cover art? No, I, I it was it was already created. The album the album cover art was already created. It hadn't come out yet. I had seen like an early um, you know test of it. And I said, oh, we should put Janine in the video. And they were like, oh, absolutely. It made, it made it <laughs> The marketing gurus at MCA, you know, wet themselves when they heard that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Marcos, thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate yeah, this. Thank this you has been, so much. This has been well, thanks, guys. And, uh, and I really do enjoy the podcast. I hope. Uh, when, when do you guys plan on getting to a final? Uh, we have the Sweet 16 right now. We're, uh... But we're going to slow them down. We're doing just going to do two matchups for a little bit just to kind of like draw it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it'll probably be, I guess, September sometime. Yeah, I don't September, know. Yeah. We, I don't know. Anytime we've had to do math, we really mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. It'll be well. Well, good luck with it, man. And uh, and I'll just I'll keep listening. When and how about this one? What episode will this be on? This will this will be on Wednesday. Yeah. We will have this oh, Wednesday. Up. It'll yeah. be episode fourteen. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have it up in a couple of days. 
Yeah. We ask this every time we call someone. We, we'll ask of you, is there anything you'd like to promote? No. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Your, your show, you know, everybody <laughs> listen to the show you're listening to. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you. Thank you so much, Thank you Marcus. so much. We, we appreciate the time. Uh, we know you're on a shoot right now, and we wish you, we wish you the best of luck on that. Uh, Thanks. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You have a good night, Marcos. All right. You too. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 Oh, shit. I didn't hit record. <laughs> no, I did. Uh, wow, that fucking went great. That was, that was amazing. Yeah. So your winners this week, uh, Marcos. He's a he's a winner in life. He's doing great things. Tell us great stories. Gave us the insight that we wanted. Told us we weren't going to get the insight that we needed. Uh, regarding I don't Rivers. think anyone can ever give you the insight you needed. We are never going to crack this code, and I'm okay with that. Uh, not to go to J.J. Abrams' mystery box, but this one I'm okay with. Uh, I guess we are basically building a Weezer Bracket franchise around a mystery box. So, <laughs> Anyhow. No, you know what? They get an answer at the end, though. We got no. We have no answer to They'll Riz. get an answer oh, to what is the worst, they, what our worst Weezer song. So they will get an answer. They will get that one. Okay, yes. You won't figure out Rivers, but you will get the main question. All right, then. This has uh, been a great episode. This of the has week. been fantastic. You you guys are lucky to listen here. This all right. Uh, see you guys next week. See we, you next week. We're going to have. Which I actually have. Can I announce the, uh, the what's next week's episode? About? Yeah, the next matchup. Which we, one of them we talked about. <laughs> I mean, we can, if we tie on this, we already have a, a tiebreaker vote. Anyhow, so next week's episode is Beverly Hills versus Hashpipe, the Marco Siega Championship. And in the mall the versus Back to the Shack. Ooh. That one's tough. That is a tough one. So anyhow, listen next week. Uh, it's going to be fascinating, as always. Anyhow, thank you for listening. Yeah, this we have a little more perspective on these songs now. Yeah. Uh, this has been Andrew, Jim Jarmusch here. Uh, Nick Robinson, the number two stunner at Nick Rob. And uh, you guys have a good week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.